Welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Tony Guerra, pharmacist, publisher, and professional editor, bringing you interviews and advice on succeeding in your residency journey. You can sign up for the email list at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com to get your free LOI template or get editing help working one-on-one with me at residency.teachable.com. Let's get started with the show. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast. I'm of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. Today I'm going to talk about uh, 24-hour turnaround, uh, late transcripts, and late recommendations, and some templates that can help you. So first of all, I'm right now I've, uh, you know, I'm off uh, for the break, and so uh, I'm turning around most documents within 24 hours. That doesn't mean we're done. It just means that uh, someone sends me something, I send them a completely done revision, they might have one or two things they want done. Okay, we just kind of reset, we do it again, uh, sometimes same day, uh, but definitely by next day. So uh, if you need to get something done with your letter of intent, uh, 24 hour turnaround, and then you may or may not want to start on the uh, Rockstar Residency interview prep course, uh, that is available now as well. And again, it's money back uh, if you don't get an interview at all. So let's talk a little bit about the transcripts first, and then we'll talk about recommendations and why they're taking so long. So transcripts first, I have a couple of templates for you. Uh, If you go to, let's do this this way. Uh, So if you go to residency.teachable.com, you go to the Extreme LOI Makeover course, then you're going to come down to the course curriculum to free general resources, and you're gonna see late transcript recommendation email templates. Okay, you're going to hit preview on that one and you'll come to this page. So late recommendation and late transcripts. Okay. So let's first talk about the late transcripts. <clears throat> um, we are talking about sending late transcripts to a preceptor. So there are two problems here. One, they don't have the transcript in their hand. That is that they can't actually see your grades. And two, they are late and so it's their policy you know what what policy do they have for finishing up with students okay we don't know if there's going to be an increase or decrease in residency applications this year last year there was a significant decrease Uh, if there is an increase they may or may not consider you but you can resolve half of the problem and this is how you would do it Dear program or Dr. Program Director, I requested that my official transcript be sent to forecasts, and I would put a date on November 1st, 2022, or something like that. However, there have been delays with the U.S. Postal Service. My understanding, the official transcript has not been received as of today. Okay, You sent it at an amount of time that it should have gotten there. Okay, It's not there. You'll resend it, likely, and then you want to say, I have enclosed a copy of my unofficial transcript in lieu as an attachment to this email until the proper documentation can arrive. Again, I'm sorry for this inconvenience. Sincerely, residency applicant. And there might be a residency program coordinator, not the RPD. It's kind of uh, whoever it is. But the big thing is, is that it's one thing that it's late. But it's a very another thing that they, they don't have grades to look at and they need to be able to look at your grades. You know, the cutoffs with certain programs are different. So there's the rubric cutoff and then there's the we don't care cutoff. 
So the rubric cutoff says, okay, we're going to actually tier your grades, T-I-E-R, not T-E-A-R, and we're going to say, if you have this grade, you get X number of points. If you get this grade, this number of points. So a 3.8 to 4.0 might be a certain number of points, 3.5 to 3.8, 3.0 to 3.25, and so forth, and you get a number of points. Another one, another program might just say, look, if you've got a 3.2 or higher, you're good. We don't care, we're looking at the person. Uh, we know that low grades, high grades, uh, very somebody who works 30 hours a week versus somebody that doesn't work at all, a lot easier for one of the other two to, to get those high grades. Uh, the other thing is, is that if residency applications continue to go down, and we do have an enrollment decline, but it's small, only about 500 fewer uh, in pharmacy school this last year. But if we have another decline, uh, some of these programs may be reducing their GPA. And it's unfortunate that on the residency sites, uh, we don't have the GPA. Like it should be something like, don't apply if you don't have this GPA. That should be something that we should say you know, every residency should have on there, just make it easier for everybody. Uh, but this is what you would do with a late transcript, okay? And the big thing is, is that the transcript office may be closed. If that's the case, um, you're gonna wanna say, I understand the transcript office will be closed for the holidays until Monday, January 2nd, but we'll <clears throat> send the official transcript right after. Again, I'm very sorry for this inconvenience. So the big thing is, yes, you can put your GPA in forecast, but you need to be able to say, hey, this is what's happening. And just like a good resident would, you are communicating exactly what's going on, what are the issues, and things like that. Okay, now we have another issue with the transcript, which is your grades, your fall grades are released. You're asking for new transcripts again. Are you going to update your new or higher GPA and forecast pharmacy section or wait until the new transcript is posted and then update that section? Uh, because the the program is going to be due, well, tomorrow is 1221, um, and they don't want them to think that they're lying. So it's really if it is a significant change. <clears throat> and the thing is that you probably don't know what the cutoffs are. So if you have like a 3.19, you might not get the residency because you don't have a 3.2. You say, that's ridiculous. They wouldn't reject a 3.19. Well, if they have 200 applications, they sure would. So they're just trying to remove a certain group, a small group of the applications. They just know, okay, you know what? If we set this bar at 3.0, if we set this bar at 2.9, whatever it is, uh, it just makes it a little bit easier for us to get through these. Because there's, there's no paid group that's doing this residency application work. It's just the residents that are there. There might be only four or five residents with hundreds of applications. And so we see this person has a 0.6 difference in GPA. I'm not sure how that happens, that you could have a 0.6 difference, like that it would change that much. But again, this is talking about the GPA cutoffs and uh, it's really important. Now, here it says, okay, well, there's a red flag that if the forecast GPA doesn't match transcript GPA, that's going to be a red flag. But I don't think it's necessarily a red flag reject. I think it's a 
more of a yellow flag like okay well we're gonna have to have something uh, sorted out here does anybody get an email from this guy that they applied or this person that they applied uh, okay they did okay did they, oh they put it in their letter of intent okay that's great um, so uh, again not only communicating you know not only putting it in forecast but communicating by email with the, the staff the residency director uh, and the uh, program coordinator, whoever it is, uh, making sure that, hey, you know, I just want to let you know that there was a significant increase in my GPA. And this happens a lot because I was a lower GPA didactic, but a very high GPA appy person. And some of you don't, your appies don't even count for GPA. It doesn't matter. But I just, that might sound strange, but I just do better in the real world uh, than I do sometimes with things that I didn't didn't necessarily care about didactically, but now I do both. Now, now I do well in the real world and so forth. But the big thing with GPA is to make sure to uh, communicate everything along with uh, that explanation. All right, let's go to uh, the recommendation. Okay, what happens if you have a late recommendation? And maybe I'll do this because I'm, I'm going to make this a separate episode so people can just go late transcripts, late recommendations. Thanks for listening to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You might also like to check out our available residency audiobooks at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com forward slash books, where you can get your first book free if you've never been on Audible before, or work one-on-one with me as a professional editor at residency.teachable.com. Feel free to send an invite to connect with me, Tony D, on LinkedIn, or email me at tonythepharmacist at gmail.com with questions. Music was by Policy.